Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Draft Report. Today, we're going to do something a little bit special. I had a little bit of issues with scheduling this week, so I'm going to go ahead and cover this guy all by myself, which is probably the best because I don't want somebody on here to tell me that he's not good. He's one of my favorite players and a guy I think who could have been a much different story had he come out last year. You see the potential, and I start to see some guys that are touting him, and it makes me super happy. So today's prospect, Jaden Reed, wide receiver from my Michigan State Spartans. He's a senior, 5'11", 187 pounds. And as I said, I am my own guest. So real quick, I do want to make sure I plug these guys. This is something that I, I suck at these plug things. I mean, I'm not going to ever say that. I'm great at it, ad reads, things like that. But I want to really make sure that I shout out everybody else at Campus Canton, talking to one of the most amazing group of people I've worked with. And we just added somebody extra special now that I'm super excited about. But make sure you check out our family of podcasts, including Campus Life, Canton Life, which, you know, Campus Life obviously covers college. Canton covers NFL. Um, we got spring reports going on with Matthew Bruning. Chasing the Natty comes out every Monday. Jared and Nate do a phenomenal job covering CFF stuff. Uh, the official just had on Chris Hummer from 24-7 Sports the other day. Uh, Debbie Debate every Wednesday night at 930. Tune in live if you can. It's more fun live. And then back to Debbie, one of the most amazing Debbie shows with Mike, Valerie, and Corey Pereira. Both those guys are absolutely phenomenal. So make sure you check out all of those. And we've got a great, great cast of people that work with me, and I'm very blessed to be part of this team. But real quick, all right, let's go back into Jaden Reed here. I'm going to try not to wax totally poetic, and I'm going to try to be as, as subjective as I can, but I absolutely love this guy. He was a three-star from the class of 2018. Hales from Aurora, Illinois. He had five max scholarships. He ultimately chose to go to Western Michigan, just up the road from me. He had 56 catches for 797 yards and eight scores his freshman year. With the Broncos, transferred to Michigan State, had to sit out 2019 because of archaic rules, which are no longer in existence. 2020, well, I guess they're still in existence. 2020, 30, 30, 33 grabs for 407 yards, three touchdowns. 2021 had a phenomenal season, 59 grabs, 1,026 yards, 10 touchdowns. Also returned 16 kicks, 376 yards, and had two punt returns for a touchdown. So he had a hell of a good junior season, and I really wish he would have declared at that point because his last season was not very great for him. He had 55 grabs for 636 yards and five scores. Pretty solid combine. Um, Nothing, the 4.45 40-yard dash is pretty amazing with the 1.57 split. Shows decent acceleration, but you'd like to see a little bit better on that. Uh, vertical jump, 33.5. Broad jump, 10.1. And the 20-yard shuttle, 4.29. Um, he ended up with a RAS score right around 6. So nothing to, nothing to blow anybody out of the water. Nothing to write home about. Good, solid combine, which will also go into his skills, and we'll see. What we what I like about this guy and what I think could hold him back. And one of the things that could hold him back is yeah, athleticism, skills, things that we like. Um, he is a very very versatile wide receiver that can line up in many different ways. And then he also, you know, the kickoff, the punt talent will at least get him on the field. He is a phenomenal returner. Um, he looks, he tends to, they use him more outside, but I can see him being more of a slot receiver in the NFL, which will also help disguise some of the things that I don't like that I'll talk about here in a few minutes. Um, he looked smaller. I mean, at 5'11", 187, he's not a huge guy, so he would often line up against corners that were the same size as him or bigger, and it was never an issue. I mean, he's not a guy who's going to stop, start, 
juke somebody out of their pants, you know, twitch stuff like that. But he uh, he knows how to vary his route speeds and do things to create separation like that. Um, his ball skills on deep throws and jump balls are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he's got great, great ball skills. That's why he had a lot of big plays in college, despite the fact that he is not a burner. Um, he's also got a strong, strong lower half, which makes him very difficult to tackle. He'll run right through an t- arm tackle like it's nothing. Um, he's got good short area, area quickness with the ball in his hand, so he can make guys miss a little bit. And his acceleration once he gets the ball is pretty decent. In the traditional, as, as far as an X receiver, he made a lot of big plays. I mean, he X, Y, whatever you want to call it. Um, he, would, he would often create a little bit of separation from the defenders with, with that quickness. Found ways to get open in the zone. He discovered that he's very smart. He's, he knows exactly how to do what he needs to do. And I'm surprised that Michigan State didn't use him more. He did do a lot of deep routes, a lot of deep posts, things like that. So he's, he's used to that. But as far as route running, it's, there's more to be desired. Let's try that. With those things in mind, I mean, there was Matt Harmon just tweeted today. He did a reception perception prospect profile. It w- looked really good for Jaden Reed. He had a 70% success rate versus man coverage, 87th percentile success rate versus press. So I really, really like seeing that. He's starting to get a little bit of buzz. As guys that are seeing, if you watch more into his tape, you see a lot of nuances and things that you really like that could see him being successful. What can haul him back? Obviously, if you look at all of his pass catching, there were a lot of contested catches, which I I highlighted that his separation off the line sometimes was pretty good with his short area's quickness, but then it was easy for defenders to gobble up that separation. There was a lot of contested catches, a lot of contests that weren't that shouldn't have been, you know, he should have maintained his separation. So a few of them could have, those not the greatest quarterback play. Peyton Thorne is a rolling trash barrel, and I wish Granger would pick him up. Uh, he's not quite that bad, but he's definitely not very good. So let's see, his his hips are very tight. They, uh, like, he doesn't, he's not going to be one of those guys that can do those crisp routes and, and, and juke to the right or the left and not lose any speed. I mean, he's he's tight. It doesn't, it doesn't always show in the way he plays. You, you, I mean, it does show. You can see that he is not the most fluid mover when he's at full speed. So um, he has a little bit of lackadaisalness in his game as far as finishing routes. Like I mentioned, he works the zone well, but he also seems to not love to go over the middle. Like that doesn't seem to be so it might hold him back a little as slot receiver if he's not able to get over that fear of working in the middle. Tends to concentration drops over the middle, things like that could be attuned to you know, waiting for that big hit, being afraid of it. So he is a good, like I said, he's a good receiver at tracking the ball and catching the ball in contested situations, but he doesn't extend his hands away from his body a whole lot, which limits his catch radius some. His arms were, I didn't get his measurements, but I know they weren't crazy long arms. So um, it allows defenders to also eat up that separation when they, when he, they know that they've got this area that they can cover against his body and then it won't. Yeah. So it kind of, that's something that holds him back a little bit, and he's not a very, very fast guy. He's quick, but he's not fast. And there is, there is a lot of tape of big plays, but you can tell they were not because he just straight up burned a, de- a defensive back. There were a little bit of, you know, a little bit of separation juke off the line, create that short area quickness that'll get him a little bit of space. And the receiver, and the, you know, there was just nothing. And maybe the defender didn't think they could throw it that far, which is possible. So <laughs> anyways, there was quite a bit of that on tape. So 
And then as far as my Superflex rankings, rookie rankings, wide receiver, I mean, he's definitely in that third tier of wide receivers, probably toward the lower half of it. I think draft capital is going to mean a ton for him. Um, if somebody's willing to take a shot on him, I think he could be a pleasant surprise. Speaking of draft capital, I think he's an early third, early third day pick, fourth round, fifth round. Um, there is a little bit of movement out there to be higher than that. I've seen him mocked in the third round before, and I think he definitely could go third round if a team takes that deep dive in and sees what they're. There are things to really like. Michigan State, not exactly known for developing wide receivers. So maybe there's a team that's willing to work with him and willing to put some extra time in and develop what there is there, you know, and know how to learn how to use him. So I think a ceiling upside, I don't know. I don't, I'm bad at player comps. I don't know why I always ask for player comps, but I think Jerry Rice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not Jerry Rice. I don't know. I, I think, I, like I said, I, I'm not good with that, but I think there's a, there's a ceiling for him that could create him to have kind of like a Tyler Lockett-ish career um he's definitely not exactly the same skill set but a guy who could hang around the league you know quite a while and have a few good seasons for fantasy here and there especially if he gets the draft capital and a team that will work on developing him he is a tad bit older he will turn 23 um during the draft actually so he's a little bit older of a guy and as far as a team fit man i'd love to see him land on a team that will use him um give him somebody to learn from obviously the popular ones are chargers Chiefs, you know, I'd love for him to learn behind Keenan Allen, you know, learn a little bit more about the nuances of, of playing wide receiver. Um, I'd love to land him, land him, land him with the Chiefs, although I really still love Sky Moore, so maybe I don't want him to push him out of there. So any team that will give him day two draft capital and then give him a shot to succeed is somewhere where I want to see him land. I would selfishly wouldn't mind seeing him on the Lions, you know, hack even the Bengals to kind of groom him for when we lose Tyler Boyd. Um, there's, you know, there's definitely teams that could use a guy like Reed. So thank you all very much for listening. I hope you stuck around for this. Um, sorry. I know I'm not the most exciting person. I don't have that amazing radio charismatic voice, like guys like Skip Newton and Felix Sharp, but you know, I just love football and I love Reed, man. And he's, he's a guy I've been rooting for, for a really long time. And I really thought that Michigan state didn't give him a very good fair shake. And he could have been a heck of a lot better than what he was. Thank you all very much for listening. I have some more guests coming up, but just had a little bit of a scheduling snafu and fell a little bit behind after vacation. So thank you guys for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.